Welcome to episode 161 of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This time around, we're taking a look at X-Cops. It's season 7, episode 12. The original air date was February 20th in the year 2000. The average IMDb user score is 8.5 out of 10. And the action primarily takes place in Willow Park, California. This episode was written by Vince Gilligan. And it's the final director credit for Michael Watkins for The X-Files. This is his sixth and final episode of the series as director, although he will continue as a co-executive producer for several more episodes. This is a spoof of Cops. Cops is a series that started in 1989 during the writer's strike. It was conceived as a way to fill the network broadcast schedule with unscripted content when the writers were out on strike. So it started in 1989, and as far as the IMDb is concerned, it's still going now. Season 31 only has one episode listed from April 5th, 2019, but there's others from 2017, 2018, and even that sole 2019 logged episode is episode 28 of the season. So if it has stopped, it stopped very recently, and it's lasted quite a long time. The concept is essentially reality show, but actual reality, where camera crews just follow police officers around, and you see the kinds of things that they deal with in a regular day's work. In this episode, we see a police officer in question, Deputy Keith Wetzel, being called in because someone's reported a prowler, or a possible monster on the property. He goes around the corner, gets bitten by the thing, runs the officer's vehicle, gets overturned while he and the camera crew are in it. The camera doesn't quite catch what's there, and that's what leads us into our X-File. Now, Deputy Wetzel is played by Judson Mills, who's known for playing Francis Gage on Walker, Texas Ranger, Hog Ellis in the Major League sequel, Deputy Rowe on Westworld, and Trinity and Notorious, 62 acting credits to his name. This is his only X-Files appearance in a career that goes back to 1992. Now, as things escalate and we get more victims, we get introduced to Sergeant Paula Duthi, who seems to be a supervisor. She's also been in Third Rock from the Sun, Seinfeld, The Humphreys, Young and the Restless, Shameless. She has a number of credits to her name, 57 specifically. This is her only X-Files credit. And as they're tracking things down, there's reports of two armed individuals a couple blocks away. They swarm and we find that it's Mulder and Scully. They're identified as FBI, they join it, and despite some of Scully's protests and her misgivings about Mulder espousing his werewolf theory, since this thing has been attacking every full moon, they are still in front of the cameras because, as Skinner tells her on the phone in an unheard cameo, the FBI has nothing to hide. So, yeah, Skinner's a part of the episode, but Mitch Pileggi is not. That's an off-screen conversation. So as the episode progresses, we find it's not actually a werewolf. It seems to be something new that feeds on fear and manifests as its victim's greatest fear. So things like A coroner's assistant who is afraid of the hantavirus 
being infected and killed by the hantavirus in a matter of seconds. The deputy was told stories about a wasp monster, a wasp man, when he was a boy, and that's what attacked him. Others were attacked by werewolves or Freddy Krueger. So whatever this thing is, it targets someone who's in mortal fear for their life, as whatever they fear. On the whole, it's a decent episode. It may not play that well if you're not familiar with the cops format. They did apparently end up giving Mark Snow the week off, because true to cops, there's no musical score. It's just, I mean, cops is almost documentary style, where they're just showing what happens. So it is entertaining. It's more in line with the first couple seasons where there's no sense of closure. You think they kind of have a handle on this thing, and then it goes away. In this case, it's gone when the sun comes up, because it only attacks during the full moon. And then there's questions, will it come back here in a month? Will it go somewhere else? We don't know. And Mulder gets a nice little speech about it. Scully gets some great moments throughout where, you know, she doesn't want to be on camera while her partner is saying, we're chasing a werewolf or some sort of unknowable fear monster. So I think actually Scully is kind of the shining star in this one. Gillian Anderson played it perfectly with how Scully would react to having a camera documenting Mulder's theories, and she's there as his part. So it doesn't contribute a lot to the overall mythos. The science doesn't really work. I mean, we're talking about something that's invisible unless it's what you're afraid of, but can produce all the physical manifestations that's necessary to create the damage of whatever it is you're, you're terrified of. It just doesn't work. Things are either visible or not visible to all parties. If it's got one form, it can shapeshift. Well, that's all sorts of other issues with conservation of mass and so forth. So if you're just looking for a one-time monster of the week that is both the cop's parody and feels like the first season, go for it. This is actually a, a pretty good example of that. And Mulder and Scully, unlike some of the earlier episodes this season, are very much involved in moving the plot forward. Anyway, that's about all we have to say about X-Cops. So join us again in two weeks' time when we take a look at First Person Shooter. Thank you for listening.